David Duke, top of the arc. Here's Pip, guarded by Gillespie. Steps back. Spins! Fires! David Duke, down by three. Five seconds, Reeves for the tie. He got it! All right. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Behind the Dish Sports. I'm Ben Bellotti, and right here with me is Robert Cannon. Ravi, how you doing right now? Doing pretty good, Ben. How about you? I'm doing good under the circumstances. I mean, you know, it's, it's a little weird right now in a different setting, back at home instead of in the WDM uh, studio. But, you know, we're, we're still going strong, trying to stay safe, healthy, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a good way to pass like an hour of time because, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you need, need something to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, today's show, I mean – there's not many good topics to talk about, clearly. I mean, no, it's, there's it's not a, much going on. A, it's, it's not an, a particularly exciting show. I think we can make it pretty good, but it's a lot of topics that, that aren't exactly, you know, uplifting. So Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can do, but uh, you want to jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. So <laughs> we got bad news off the bat. I, th- I mean, everyone's aware of it at this point, but I just want to get your take and your reaction on it. Uh, so obviously we're home in quarantine because of this coronavirus. Um, so that means no sports. Everything's been shut down. It started with uh, the college Ivy League sports getting shut down, and then the NBA originally said no fans, then just postponed the season altogether. That was then followed by pretty much every league. For a moment, the NHL is still alone, and so did the the PGA Tour, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of okay. we'll go chronologically yeah, in we'll, order of uh, right. what happened. But, but I I got some. But right got, now, right now we're in a world with with no sports being played. No sports. The only sport left is UFC, but that's essentially like Friday night. So you get one night of sport, and it's right. it's fighting. But yeah. yeah so essentially, I mean, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna. I mean, do you want to cat the Ivy League? It's not really a big deal in my opinion that they were the first to go but like it's not a huge event no it's, it's not, not a huge event, I would but it, it, it that was more for like the the players and the students thing that really affected them it didn't obviously the fans and no one really watches that a ton but i mean they were the first ones to stop the tournament and then they just canceled all spring sports together all together so that's yeah. the real killer here and that's what's getting you know which then led to the ncaa to do the same thing for everything so I think we can talk about that, but I mean that's just for the players. That's it's real tough. Uh, luckily, there are talks, and it's very it's looking likely. I've talked to a couple athletes in the NCAA. It looks like they are going to get that fifth year of eligibility, so the seniors can still have their last season. But yep. it kind of yep. stinks uh, that they have to do that. Yeah, no. So I saw that too. Um, which is, I think, well, one. I don't know how many of them are going to be able to actually use it because I mean. I, at some point you gotta you gotta kind of go out into the you can only be in college for so long but right. so we'll see I mean obviously if, if you're in a position where you can do it um why not but uh, I know I know uh one of one of my friends his sister uh is a senior down at a d2 school in Long Island she plays softball 
but I mean, she just she's she's about ready to go out into the real world, and she's not gonna uh, she's not gonna take her fifth year. But um, yeah, so it is a good thing though that they're doing that. I mean, because that yeah, does it's, it's unimaginable to lose a senior year like that. It's really great for the seniors, honestly. The whole shortening is I it can probably be viewed as a good thing for some athletes. I mean, get drafted a year earlier, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you want so yeah, I mean. So the college sports, obviously, the biggest domino that fell of all of them was March Madness. Yeah, um, big blow. I mean, that's that's what we'd be doing right now, sitting at home watching. Literally, that's so. I got the we got the email that we were gonna be uh, that we, on Wednesday night we got the email from Providence College just saying that we two we or until like what April fourteenth it is after the day after Easter. So basically, instead of going back home for Easter break, we just stay home for that entire time. Which you know, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty terrible. It's kind of boring. No, nothing really. Well, to do. On the bright side, I was like, I can watch every March Madness game right. because of that. I was, I was like, oh, good, we got March Madness. Once the MLB starts up, I'll have time to go see Red Sox games. It can't be that bad. And then everything just comes crumbling and falling down. Yeah. So then later that, so Wednesday night, my mom and I are driving to New York to watch. Uh, to get ready, we're going to. Both sessions of the Big East tournament on Thursday, then A10 Friday, then back to the Big East for uh, Saturday. So I was, we're on our way down there when we get the email. And then that night, just the dominoes all fell. Rudy Gobert tested positive. NBA suspended for the year. Actually, speaking of Rudy Gobert, uh, a kid in my town, Westerly, got an autograph from him and got got the virus. Oh, I did see that. I did read that. Um, yeah, you actually sent it. You actually sent it to me. But yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's crazy. At first they yeah, weren't sure if it was him or Donovan Mitchell, but it was confirmed that it was Rudy Gobert. But I mean, really, that's what sent this whole thing down with the sports was him getting it. I mean, that shut the NBA down instantly. They literally mid-game took fans out. They said they shut the game yeah. down. Said you have to leave. You're safe, but you have to leave. So yeah. and every league just followed. Um. So yeah, Rudy. I mean, people. I saw that some people were saying that there might be a grudge held by guys in the league against him because he was reckless. Um, I kind of, from my viewpoint, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that he should be uh, reprimanded by his his peers the way that he is. My no. opinion, or scolded, I guess is the word. But uh, I, mean, I don't. I mean, he was stupid. He was stupid about how he acted, but at the time, he really didn't know he had the virus. But I mean, no one should be acting like that when talks about the virus and knowing things are like going around like that. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be acting like that. But I agree. I don't think he should be, you know, shunned or reprimanded by anyone. It, right. Just, and then, you know, stupid things. Yeah. So then yesterday, I saw the uh, the the uh, president of the NCAA said that had Rudy Gobert not tested positive, they were planning on just having the tournament without fans. Um. So until that until that moment when it because I that was I guess eye opening that okay if if a play if one player has it it's just there there's a pretty good chance they all get it you know what I mean and you know at first I was like you know that sports were canceled before schools were and I was like oh that's weird you think people would get the virus more likely sitting in a hundred person lecture than playing a game but then I was actually talking to 
my friend today, just, you know, regular conversation. And it was like, well, you think about it, you know, everyone's in the same locker room together, you know, hockey guys and everyone's all, you're all taking showers together and everything like that. So, I mean, once it gets in the locker room, it kind of just spreads. So that it kind of makes sense why yeah. it has to happen that way. And at first you're like, oh, well, this is stupid. It sucks. But then you think about it and it makes a little more sense. Yeah. And, and especially you know, in a game like basketball, in my opinion, where you can't, you're always touching your right. opponent. Uh, I mean, like, all the all the like ball games called everyone's pretty much touching the same ball i mean in professional baseball they switch it out but basketball like you're saying it's always the same ball i mean everyone's sweaty touching each other and in, in every sport so i mean like it, it, it are these precautions over the top maybe maybe not now that we're learning more but i think it's better to take more action than no action at all it's just terrible that it has to be this way yeah, no, I agree. So obviously, the once the NCAA tournament domino falls, they kind of all fall very quick after right. that because that that of all of them to stand, that was the one that was like because because of the economic sports. impact on it. There's so much money, it was like oh they can't cancel. And then when they did it, it left no choice for the other leagues. Yeah. So what the MLB? What what do they have? Two weeks. MLB, they're starting two yeah. weeks late. But it's been said, executives have been talking about it. They say, who knows, maybe it will be past Memorial Day that's it's delayed. But right now, there's no spring training. The players have been – they they have a choice. They can either stay at the spring training facility or go home. It's up to them. So – but, like, it's kind of a – it's a terrible time for that to shut down. We're getting – they're getting to the point right where, you know, they're starting to make decisions on players if they're going to make the club or not, like the ones that are on the cusp of minors or majors. Yep. So it's a really bad time for that. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to start spring training or just go right into the regular season. We'll, we'll have to see. But, I mean, at the rate we're going, who knows when it will get started again for any of these leagues. Yes, yeah. So then the NHL fell, and the NFL's in their offseason. Uh, today they announced that the draft will be held without fans and festivities, but will go as scheduled. Um so that's uh that's I guess that's a plus for one league. The NFL is really the only league who's unaffected by the uh right by the virus. But the PGA Tour, which you touched on earlier, um, so this week they were or I mean I guess this past weekend, start Thursday through Saturday, they were supposed to have their uh their big tournament. I mean it's it's right. kind of aside from the four majors, it's the biggest uh biggest one put on by the PGA Tour every year. The biggest biggest prize to the winner. Um, it was 2.7 million, I think it was this year. So very big prize. Um, and they play the first round on Thursday when everyone else is canceling. Not only do they play it, they play it with fans. Yeah. Um, so everyone was like the, wow, the PGA tour is just going to muscle through. They're just going to keep going and they're just going to play without fans. They're probably going to get rid of fans. But then Friday, I think it was Thursday night. They like late though, really late Thursday night. They kind of they just said PGA Tour canceled for three weeks, um, tournament canceled. So yeah. it's, it's kind of that like one, uh, it's kind of like how Providence College was. You know, you're thinking you're just going to pull through. All these other schools around us are canceling, but Father Shanley holds strong. You know, faith can save us. Then last minute, yeah. it's like literally, I was literally I was literally driving home and I just see my phone blowing up with texts and emails, and I'm like, I just feel it on like the seat. And I'm like, this is just something I pulled over on the side of the road, look at it. I'm like, oh, well, I'm staying home for a foreseeable amount of time. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like, yeah, they, everyone thought, I thought they were holding it out. I thought, you know, golf, if any of the sports that can keep playing, I was thinking, you know, golf, these, like, 
social distancing distancing you can do it on the on the that's, that's green, exactly you know? what i was thinking myself was like <laughs> literally you don't have to touch anyone except you like except yourself and your caddy like those are right. the only everything things. and you don't even you don't even if you really need to go to that extreme you don't even need the caddy you can just carry all your seriously, equipment seriously you can do yep. everything yourself yeah so no i, I agree 100 <laughs> percent. i thought they were gonna muscle through but i guess I probably I guess to like could. volunteers and TV networks is why they did it, the camera guys. But like, come on. Yeah, but I mean, they could still, if they really wanted to, they could still play just themselves. I mean, I my morning, my morning jog. I'm running through. I see the golf courses are filled with people. I mean, they got nothing <clears> else to do except go golfing. Yeah, I've been there every day. I have nothing better to do right now. Exactly. Actually, it's funny. <laughs> I was on, was on my, on my run this afternoon, oh, this morning. And I'm running by, I run by a woman on the other side of the street. She goes, good job, social distancing, and points to, the, like, the space in between us. I'm like, yeah, okay, just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah, um, so, it, it's, like, so you've just been playing golf with your free time, huh? Pretty much, and then playing some pickup basketball, which is not social distancing at all. But... No, I've been, I've been <laughs> doing the same, and then it's getting to the point where, you know, parents and even just ourselves are like we probably shouldn't be doing this the governor of rhode island actually uh this morning or yesterday i think it was this morning did another press conference and she was like yeah uh, i'm going around driving around to work and i see football fields kids playing pick up football pick up basketball and she's like that's too many people you shouldn't be anywhere with that many people she actually said this is a little crazy to me but she said um she's gonna start saying the police after kids if she sees gatherings <laughs> wow um yeah no i mean it's serious stuff in massachusetts i think i saw rhode island might get done it today too um is all restaurants are and bars are going to be closing for two weeks which is a long a takeout only which is i mean that's yeah. a long time no i don't know if rhode island's done that yet i think it's heading that way but as of right now you can still go out but i'm i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we'll see it's like It'd be boring. Trust me, like life would be boring right now, like stuck inside this house, even if we had sports. I mean, we'd have March Madness, so it wouldn't be that bad. But like right. the fact that I'm sitting here without sports is tough, like mm-hmm. really, really tough. I'm tomorrow, hopefully, you know, coronavirus pending, I'll call it because it's coming from UPS. I got MLB The Show coming in the mail tomorrow. I'm, I couldn't be more grateful for that. I finally, I have something to do. <laughs> smart i mean yeah literally i'm I, sitting here like i don't even know what to do honestly no so like i've just been watching youtube videos and netflix and trying to do work if i have it but right now i really don't have anything to do so brutal um i mean casinos closed sports yeah. books nothing to bet on i mean that place was dirty enough already you don't need a virus to go make it even dirtier Oh, you're right. You're right. I mean, this morning. So speaking of, obviously, the economic impact of the virus is just astronomical. But especially on the sports world, um, this morning my brother pulls out his Fidelity app and he goes, "Oh, oh no!" That. He goes, yeah. "Oh no!" The pen pen gaming is at oh, nine dollars. Like, <laughs> nine dollars. Nine dollars. It's terrible. Yeah. I go, Good thing I sold that at thirty-eight bucks the other day. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, we're not trying to think about that stuff because it's it's a little scary right now. But it'll it'll, it'll shoot back up. It'll shoot back up. Hopefully, um, hopefully. Yeah, but 
I mean, I just I can't wait for these sports to come back. Literally any sport, I'll watch anything at this point. But like, you think literally like, all are my all your friends, all your cousins, everything, everything you normally talk about is pretty much sports, at least in our our yep. world. And that's just gone. It's now it's like one of my. I guess I'll read a sports book. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I, I was last uh, two days ago. I was watching Major League the movie just on the tv my mom comes downstairs she goes oh baseball's off so you're watching a baseball movie smart i was like yeah you gotta, you gotta <laughs> think outside the box no i mean uh, hopefully i'm hoping that we can have sports back for uh for late april early may that that's looking even, like the best case scenario right now even with even with no fans yeah that's it'd be fine if i can sit in front of my tv and watch sports it's all i want to do yeah. Ben. i mean it's it's honestly it's it's a struggle not only for the players, you know, the staff. You see a bunch of the NBA players donating money. Uh, players, not just NBA, all leagues are donating money to yeah, the staff. Yeah. They're, they're out of jobs. Even the sports writers. I mean, I was just talking to you before we started. Jeff Passon put out a tweet for his 20 questions blog that's normally about baseball and other sports. Now, the first thing listed on that 20 questions was favorite taco. So, I mean, like, <laughs> they, they're, they're running out of things to talk about. I saw he retweeted something this morning. The ESPN morning show, they're they're struggling to talk about things. They they're literally tweeting out congratulation congratulation tweets saying, Oh, what a great show. We really pushed through today because they don't have any news to talk about. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, they're it's crazy. It really is. Um but honestly, yeah, I just I want my sports back. Hopefully hopefully this all can I don't know, it it feels like we're we're coming coming along pretty quickly with the testing and hopefully a vaccine so we oh, can just move on. Right. You hope so, cause, yeah. Um, but yeah, you you want to talk you want to talk fryers. Yeah, I do, I do. A little, it's be a little bittersweet, cause it's so fun to talk about. But it, you know, it makes you think like what they would be doing right now. Um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, so the fryers they ended the season with a nineteen and twelve record, which um, you know, they, I don't, I haven't watched it yet. The fryers basketball put on their Twitter the the Friars story, the comeback story of the season. So yep. I'm going to watch that, but I pretty much know the comeback story. I know you do. We watched it the whole year. It was something great. They played a great season. Yeah, they, uh, they absolutely did. It was, I mean, inspiring is a word that comes to mind. Like you don't want to throw like too big of a word. I mean, they, again, it's basketball to put things into perspective here, but man, was it impressive the way that they, uh, the way that they was, played down the stretch. It was fun. I mean, some of the best basketball, I've ever been a part of watching. No, I couldn't agree anymore. So Alpha Diallo gets uh Big East all second team honors. Yep, um, which in my opinion, well deserved. Well deserved. Definitely definitely well deserved. I mean, in the beginning of the season, I know we talked about it a lot. He was struggling, but the second half and even a little more into the first half, he started to really turn it around. And even the games he played bad, he still was putting up numbers. So he definitely deserves it. Played an unbelievable second half of the season, especially the back end of those games, putting up a ton of points, ton of rebounds, everything. So, I mean, he's one of the all-time scorers in PC. He definitely deserves the recognition, and especially for this year. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree anymore. Um, it's it is so ultimately there's for every for there's probably 40 teams in America who have a more than that 50, 60, 70 who have a what if what if. What if the virus didn't hit? And we're one yeah. of them. We have a now. A, we're, in my opinion, we're we're in a really good position to win the Big East tournament. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, 
not obviously we're going to think that we're fans, but I truly do believe it. And even, you know, the FS1 guys on TV were projecting us to, to go all the way. If not win it, we were in the finals. Yep. They did, sim- they did simulations. I don't know if you saw it. They posted them on Twitter, but in the simulations, we won the Big East tournament, which, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but, you know, it's, it's a little something. Yep. Um. So that's that's that. I hope. I wish. And then obviously we, we had a real chance in the Big East tournament. But ahead, of, looking ahead, we had a we were gonna get a five, six, seven oh. seed in the NCAA tournament with a real I mean, chance a, to make them damage. Especially, damage. especially if we went far in that Big East tournament. If even if, especially if we won it. But like we're going into that tournament, the hottest team, in my opinion, I think, and yours too, in America. Winning six yep. in a row against some of the toughest teams, obviously in our division, but in the whole country. And I mean, yeah. I think that we're just carried over. We just kept rolling. Everyone's going into Madison Square Garden, high hopes, high spirits. I mean, we're they're literally ready to play the game before it gets called off. Yeah. No. Yeah, they were at halftime of the first game when they called it off, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, ultimately, uh, you got you just have to remember this team for for what they were, the seniors. Uh, Malik, yeah. Luan, Emmett, Khalif, and Alpha were, I mean, as Coach Cooley said, they're, they're one of the best groups to, to come through they in were, recent memory. They were, they were tremendous, tremendous seniors, tremendous group of people themselves. Um, I mean, just seeing them around campus, they're always in high spirits, always talking to people, you know, brightening everyone's day, always in a good mood no matter what. I mean, you see, yep. you see Malik walking around in a boot, he's still a happy guy. I mean, so... I mean, you yeah. saw, I don't know, I'm assuming you saw what David Duke posted on his Instagram story, just praising all the seniors. I mean, each message was personal, and really, you could tell he meant it. I mean, this is a group that shapes the younger guys on this team. Yep, definitely. And, uh, I mean, ultimately, their their impact both on and off the court will be tough to replace. Oh, but, yeah. actually, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. I got a little tidbit. You, you might have already seen it today, some Friars news. But before we get to looking at head of for next year's Friars let's look back and uh we'll each give like a couple a couple memories that uh person personal memories from this this season that uh that will kind of stick with us so what what's your favorite memory from this season all right so I'll go with my favorite memory that me personally I experienced and just like a favorite memory kind of not overall but like another thing that sticks out in my mind just I say that because I wasn't there the first thing was honestly that I mean, obviously, senior day, there was no students there, but we experienced it, and it was really awesome. Yeah. It was a really great atmosphere, a great game they played. Obviously, DePaul wasn't a great team, but they won. But that's not my favorite. My favorite was basically, in my opinion, what should have been the senior day was that Xavier game, the last game where all the students were there. I mean, especially it was a Wednesday, right? Yeah, it was a Wednesday. Yeah. We didn't. We were going in there expecting, like, not that many people. It was a earlier game i think six o'clock you really don't expect that many fans everyone's coming from work but by the second half this the dunk was packed it was loud some of the loudest i think we matched the energy we had against nova and seton hall it was a energizing game it was an exciting game it was close the alpha and pip played out of their minds that game it was that's my favorite game i saw i'm definitely going to remember that not only because of the game itself because of the atmosphere and how unexpected it was for me and that really just showed like how people get got behind this team, especially as they were riding that hot streak. At that point, it was five games, uh, four games yep. at that point. Um, so that was awesome. And then my favorite moment, just to remember, I'm just gonna keep re- I keep replaying it on my mind. I keep going back and watching the highlight. Was 
the Nova game at Nova, uh, Pipkin's like mid-range shot where he got Gillespie to fall down. That that is just something I could watch all day. Yeah. All right. So those. So those. I have. Uh, I got two. Two. Uh, two memories that there's probably three things that you know I could be 50 years old and I'll probably always remember. Uh, looking back on it. So one you mentioned was the Villanova game. At Villanova, so I was I was down there, which is a part of the reason why like that was my first like real away game for the Friars. I've been to a couple local ones, but like I'm like actually travel stay and you know that was that was just the whole experience was a blast. Um, then they come out and beat Villanova the way they did, and yeah. Luan has the night of his life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So that that's definitely one that will stick with me for a while. Um. Number two. Is the um, senior night like you like you mentioned as well? Those yeah. especially not only because I mean every senior night special, but when when you have five guys like we had, uh, you know, kind of celebrating their careers they went the way that they were, and then to go out and win by thirty, they get their yeah. curtain call almost the way 40, that they almost forty. Yep, they get the curtain call the way that they deserve. It was and awesome. I I have the video with the curtain call, which you know I'm. I'm I'm always gonna be looking back on that. Um, I got the I I remember just kind of standing there, I had the chills. It was it was just a surreal experience. That's the only way to and, put it. You know, we we go there. There's no really no student section. There's a couple students there, but it's not in the student section. We sat down. We had we got told we had to move because there was no student section that game. But then we ended up making our way back to like you know kind of near the court near the end when we could see their send off, and that was awesome. Just having. You know, running the shot clock out at first, you're like, "What are they doing?" But then you realize what they're doing. Yeah. They're having their send off, and the whole stadium was just going crazy for them. And then Cooley talking at the end with them. You know, they lift Pipkins up on their shoulders. It was just that was a great moment. I'll I'll always remember that, especially with that group of seniors. Yeah, exactly. So those are my two: uh, Villanova and then Senior Night. And then the third, the third thing that I won't remember is tied back to uh, to the coronavirus, but. We got my mom and I got home Thursday morning. For, we went to New York, stayed over, and then left the next morning. And right. she throws the tickets on the counter. She goes, "Well, I guess I can throw these out." And I was <laughs> like, "Wait a minute!" I was like, "Wait a minute! Slow your roll." I think I'm gonna want to keep those. I was like, ultimately, like 30 years from now, this is gonna be like the only time that a tournament is canceled or something like this is in like That's a time true. of war. That's the only time it's happened. So yeah. Ultimately, although it's it, although it really does suck to kind of look to, right now, looking back on it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna go down as a real historical so and historic outlier of a yeah. year. Um, so I guess those those are my three. But yeah, I guess senior night in the Villanova game will will really stick out as uh, fond memories of this team. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, so obviously, I don't know. Maybe the listeners don't know, but you and your brother have Canon Candids which is, you know, you're on the court taking pictures of these guys and the other teams you play. So out of that um, experience, you know, what moments were you able to savor and really enjoy from that? Oh, man. So, I mean. I know th- I know there's so many. I mean, I, you talk about them to me all the time. but <laughs> Yeah, so kind of just, you know, you, I mean, one, you get to sit on the court. But the to see, like, there's schools that you could go to. There's there's teams that you could, that you could shoot. I'm sure that there's uh, – there's photographers like myself at, at every school and where the guys probably they're so down to earth here at PC. They were, I mean, they always, 
they're always saying hi to me and you know all that stuff they all they all put our stuff on their page to try and help us out um so ultimately just just kind of growing relationships with the guys as if as if i'm no better than they are um or as if they're no or as if they're no better than i am like yeah, they definitely. they really that's really kind of the vibe that you get from them and it's it's it was pretty cool to see and uh to kind of live i guess yeah that's awesome. I mean, just to compare it to other schools, I mean, I have a bunch of buddies at URI and, you know, I'll be out to, I've been out to dinner with them and their families and all the parents or even them will just ask and be like, Hey, how often do you see the basketball team? And I'll be like, Oh, every day. I mean, they're, they're always waving or saying hi to you, even if they don't know you. Um, they're just really friendly. You see them in the dining hall, everything. And I'll be like, Oh, URI, how often do you see them? It'll be like, yeah, we'll see them walking around, but like, we don't see them in class. They're not in the dining hall. They have all their own stuff. So it really, I mean, PC is just that community. I mean, we're going to the same dining hall or alumni food court. Uh, you have classes with several of the players. I mean, it just really shows us. <laughs> you're yeah. going to get, yeah. you're going to get the video conference with Greg Gant. That's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that's it's kind of the Fryer family, um, and to go to go off that, the Fryer family got a little bit bigger this morning. If you uh, if you've been on Twitter, yeah, I we saw added, I saw it coolly I saw it coolly saying huge day for Fryer Town. Yeah, so that's what he tweets every time he lands a uh, another commitment from a player. This right. morning, uh, he re- he landed a transfer from Syracuse, Bry- uh, Bryson Godine. Who's originally he went to school in Rhode Island uh, for high school at St Andrews and uh, and he's he's returning home after his freshman year so we're gonna get three years of eligibility from him he was yeah, a top was hundred huge. recruit top hundred recruit out of high school so I could not be any more excited for the uh, for the outlook of next year's team yeah that's gonna be awesome and I mean you got a lot of players that were either like injured or just didn't get the shot to play because of the group of seniors we had and now we have another good team looking up and just before we talk about the team moving forward this addition of Bryson Goodine uh we were talking about it kind of before we left school not necessarily him but how impactful us making it to the tournament and probably what going far would be for the program I mean you see guys like that now want to transfer to PC and if they played out in that tournament and made it far in March Madness it just would have grew so, yeah, no, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's so, it's so cool. Um, to see, to see that, you know, um, but I'm so, I'm happy with the direction that, that the, that the team is going in. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we got we Jimmy Nichols of, coming. Yep. And then we have, uh, Noah Horschler and Jared Bynum who sat out this year after transferring and they'll be ready right. to go next year. Um, Obviously, we still have we have David in his senior year. AJ, David, AJ, Dave, no, David, David, right. and AJ are gonna be uh, juniors. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a. I think we're gonna have another legit shot next year. And we have two incoming freshmen in Jair Davis and Alan Breed who can both play. So full we'll season, see. Nate Watson obviously he was hurt in the beginning of this year. He'll be back full strength completely. All right, Ben. If if I if I seemed a little uh, a little discombobulated for the last couple minutes, it's because I think there was just some breaking news in the NFL. Oh, really? And uh, so you want you want to? I know we had an NFL up next. You want to transition over there right now? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I'm seeing that DeAndre Hopkins has just been traded to the Arizona Cardinals. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, reported by Adam Schefter. Wow. So that is uh, – wow. All right, so that's that's obviously – so well, we'll put a quick bow tie on the Friars. I'm looking forward to next season, and uh, I'll always remember the remember the five seniors yeah. we had this year and the what if. Uh, what if what, – what could have been if, if this didn't happen, but is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to next year. I, I'll always remember my freshman year at PC with this basketball team. So I'm looking forward, but I'm always going to be grateful to have been a part of watching this Friar season this year. Yeah, totally. So let's, um, let's, all right, let's, let's transition over to the NFL quick. So DeAndre Hopkins, who is a unanimous top four wide receiver in the league. Some people think he's the best. Some people – no one has him any worse than, like, than four, to be honest with you. Um, so this is huge news. So I saw that it was a possibility this morning that he'd be traded because the Texans have, like, so few draft picks that I saw. I just saw that they, they might be trying to get some. And how do you get draft picks? You trade away a star like this. Right. right. Um, but I'm not seeing what – oh, so they, they got David Johnson in return who – had a bad year this year, but he's a running back. Uh, he had a really good year a couple of years ago where he led the league in a bunch of categories. Um, I mean, this is that's huge for the that's Cardinals. A, that's a blockbuster NFL trade, which you don't see every day in the NFL. No, I mean that's that's. I mean, obviously, I, I think that's a strange move from the Texans. Obviously, you want to get draft picks, but I mean, they were in a pretty good position. They had a really good team. I agree. If I was if I was Deshaun Watson, I would not be too happy right now. Um, I mean, going you know, to the Cardinals isn't it's not great, but I mean, once they develop, they have Kyler there. He he didn't play terrible. He he's only going to get better. Yeah. No. So yeah. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. He he. I I think he'll fit in pretty well out in uh out in Arizona. But from a from a Houston standpoint. You have a you have a great quarterback right now in Deshaun Watson and oh, yeah. it almost feels like you're kinda I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird that you would trade away your top wideout with a quarterback like him. It's to me it's try and go win a go win now, in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, um you're hopefully gonna have a, a healthy year of JJ Watt this season upcoming. And obviously they have a tremendous quarterback. And then I mean uh Deshaun, he was just like a great, like you said, he's one of the best running backs. You think you'd want to get maybe like one more piece to help you go and get closer to that Super Bowl. But yeah, I guess they're going yeah, in another okay. direction. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I guess that, that's a pretty big deal in the NFL there to uh, to break live on the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, so then as as we had uh, on the agenda here for the NFL, so we had, we had some Devin McCourty. Yeah, an extension with the Patriots worth $23 million over two years. So, I mean, this is a guy that after the Super Bowl, we most recently won him and his brother were not even they were considering retiring and now had one of the best seasons of his career last year. And he's just looking to keep on rolling with the Patriots for another two seasons. Yeah, no. And uh, I think we got him at a decent value, $23 million for two years. So a little over 11 and a half a year. Um which isn't that bad, and obviously he's been a key key component to our defense for our past couple of Super Bowls, and uh, yeah, he's he's loved in New England. We'll take him as long as oh, he'll yeah. stay here. We definitely will, and I mean he's obviously still very much serviceable player. 
and he brings that veteran edge that can shape. I mean, we have a pretty young defense, so he can really shape them and teach them the Patriot way and the defensive side of the game. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and so that's 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 definitely a good signing. Um, didn't want to didn't want to lose him too. Um, also, this morning the Patriots put their franchise tag on Joe Joe Tooney, the uh, the one of our offensive linemen. So hopefully that will go. Yeah, hopefully that'll go a long way in kind of uh, the pitch toward to, to Brady, saying we're we're committed to uh, to protecting you, and hopefully we get him a couple weapons on the outside, uh, so we can re-sign him. And I'm uh so I'm actually just seeing this. It was reported an hour ago. I know on the agenda next, I have the Titans not being interested in Tom Brady anymore, as they're working in a deal with Ryan Tannehill instead. So it's reported that Brady's new market is only for three teams. He's interested with the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Bucks. Okay, so all right, so I saw all right, there's a couple layers to that. So one, I saw the I saw that the Bucks and Pats were like really the two front runners. Right. Um so I'm expecting one of those two, but I guess yeah, the uh the Chargers are also in the I mix mean, depending on what happens with Phillip Rivers. I think the Chargers are just in the mix because everyone's been saying, talking about it for so long. Even if they're not right. necessarily, I mean, they're probably in talks with Tom Brady because what team wouldn't want to be, yep. and the and all the deal with Philip Rivers and Philip Rivers and all that. But um, I think just the fan, you know, promoting that he's going to be a Charger in the media, saying what a great fit it would be. That's why it's in the top consideration. But, yeah. And so uh, then, yeah, in that, so the Bucks and that Tannehill news. And that Tannehill news too. Um, so he last night they they agreed on a uh, four year, hundred eighteen million dollar deal with the Titans. Mm-hmm. So that's to me they overpaid for a guy oh, who had a decent I, half year. I agree with that's, that. That's twenty nine and a half million a year to a guy who ultimately played like seven good football games for you last year. Right. Um, and I mean, like the Titans were never. A huge contender to get Brady, but that's just one team that's knocked up the list now, definitely. Yeah, so I mean, like you said, essentially the Brady sweeps are down to three teams. And um, the Cow- the Cowboys placed their franchise tag on Dak Prescott today, so yep, I know so that. I mean, the Cowboys were never realistically in the talks, but they were mentioned once or twice, so they're out. Yep. Yeah, um, that's great. So, uh, that's a great move for them, unrelated. But Dak Prescott, unbelievable season. For them, and I, I think that's their quarterback. They got to stick with him, so I'm glad they yeah. put the franchise tag on him. No, I agree with you 100. I would, uh, I would do anything if I was a Dallas fan. I, I would, I'm very happy with what they did. I, want, I would give him a long term deal when he wants a long term deal. He doesn't want the one year franchise right. tag. Um, but ultimately, just keep. I would keep Dak. He's, he's very, in my opinion, he's very good. Um, so that's that's a good move for them. We'll see. So, I guess really, what I think the Brady sweepstakes are going to come down to is, uh, is what happens with Jameis down in Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston. Um, if they let if they let him walk, then I guess Brady's going to have a decent chance to be heading down to Florida next season. I guess so. I mean, I didn't really, I never really thought he was going to be with the Bucks or in Florida at all. I, I was thinking it's either Chargers or Patriots. That's what I've been thinking the whole Ew. way. But, I mean, I, I don't know. He 
we've talked about it before. He has the option to do whatever he wants. I mean, he deserves it. So I don't know. I, I'm still holding out for the Patriots. I know, I know the talks didn't go so well, but it's also the media always corrupts what happens with the Patriots and puts us in a bad light. So necessarily, maybe it did go okay, and we just don't know. But hopefully, he's back with the Pats. Yeah. No. I mean, that's it's it's necessary if we want to have a chance to win. I don't see how at this point we could bring in another serviceable quarterback. We're going to have to draft one in this year's draft, I think, regardless. Definitely, definitely. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. But obviously all of New England, or 90, we'll say 99% of New England wants Brady back. Yeah, I mean, and even with Brady back, like you said, they're going to have to draft a quarterback. You hope it's this year. But next year, another great, uh, another great quarterback class in that college atmosphere. So we'll see yeah, what no, happens that. The quarterbacks are coming from everywhere. Uh yeah, it's it seems like every year there's there's four, five, six quarterbacks who you know have a chance to be good, really good. Um, obviously they don't all pan out, but you can always you can always draft one, and if you hit if you hit the right button, then you could uh you could have a star. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm looking forward to this year's draft. I want to see where how I mean I'm looking forward to what happens after the draft too. I want to see how Joe Burrow does in the league. I'm really excited to looking towards that. So. Do uh, you have anything else on the uh, on the agenda for today? I think we hit everything we possibly could with this. I know there's news. not there's nothing else to cover oh. in the sports world. Yeah, I mean, I'll do a quick glance over my phone to see if anything came through, but I I think we hit everything. The only other thing, uh, Benjamin Watson retired today. Mm, sad, but long good long career for Mr. Yeah, Watson. He's he 39 years old, over 16 seasons, so it's about time, I think. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'll, I'll kind of end it with this. So that DeAndre Hopkins trade was DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick to the Cardinals in exchange for David Johnson, a second round pick and a fourth round pick. So essentially they swapped fourth round picks and then, uh, it was David Johnson and a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. So that's a, it's not a terrible trade. I think, oh. I still think the Cardinals get the better end of that. But... I do. I do too. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're the Texans, you got to have that mindset of getting younger players and getting those draft picks. So if they're, if they're happy with it, good for them. I don't think it's the right move, but a huge move in the NFL today. Yeah. Big time for sure. But, uh, aside from that, very good to catch up with you, Ben. I'm, uh, I'm happy. Yeah. To, I'm happy we could do the podcast today. Keep it going oh, despite, yeah. uh, not being in studio. Yeah, so ho- hopefully we get some more news, and maybe we'll do it again. Hopefully we get yeah. to do it again and back at PC some point, but if not, we'll no. try and keep this up. Yeah, I know, for sure. It's at PC PC's looking doubtful. <laughs> I know, I know. Unfortunately. I know. <laughs> it's not we'll looking see, uh, but Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for making some time on your schedule to make this happen, Rob. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone who who's not listening now because we're pre-recording this but we'll listen in the future hopefully so thank you to those listeners um and it's been behind the dish sports i'm ben blotty my co-host robbie cannon there so thank you guys for listening